The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Coming to you from the betting deck. Don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. What up, boys? Another show, Notebook Wagering here. We're going to break down the MAC conference today. I know it's not Power 5, but it has got its own Wednesday college football on ESPN. It, In my opinion, it's as fun as the Power 5, and I'm excited to cover it. And we have a special guest, one of our boys. You know, we've been promoting it the past couple of days. He promoted on his show. Uh, Smitty, we brought on uh, our good buddy Skippy from Big Fat Winners. What's going on, Skip? What's up, boys? Glad to be here. You guys do a good job. I'm going to promote as much as possible. More people need to listen to you guys because you guys break it down right. I didn't. I had no idea till tonight. There's four of you, but you guys do it the right way. You're on the right track. Just got to grind it. Keep grinding. Yeah, we appreciate it. Skip Smitty, J.K. and Maddie Nails. What's on, boys? Just I'm rather action. No, yeah, let's get some Mac action, man. I'm excited again to have the boys. We got Maddie back. Maddie was at the casino, just probably killing it. It sounded like he was killing it. He'll he'll dive in. We can let him dive in for a second, do the whole thing. But I'm excited to have Matt back. And again, it's um we've been wanting Skippy on for a long time. So we're pumped to have Skippy because he does a great job on his show. And we've been friends with him for a couple years now so we're really excited to have him on and we're going to try to get him on as much as possible and especially in basketball season because he kills the overs, oh, we love overs. The overs. I love it. <laughs> so maddie how how is how is the casino bud it was good i'll go on a little tangent here so i got to do a nice adult weekend i got to do some golfing some cigar smoking some gambling Started out my golf round with a solid three over on the front nine with uh, one birdie. Go to the back. They flip-flop the backs. I actually hate the front nine at this course, but I was playing it as the back nine. Playing okay on the uh, back, and I get to my final hole of the day. I got a shot to actually get somewhere around an 80, 82. I drop a big, fat snowman and toss three clubs on my final hole to go into the clubhouse. Not very happy. But parlayed that into a little craps table action on Friday night, played two and a half hours. And that's actually a solid amount of time on a table. Came out ahead, probably should have came out more ahead, but you know us degenerates, we can't stay off there. Now I'm ready for a little action. I'm glad Skippy's with us. I can't wait till we get together and collaborate with him. So let's roll. Hey, I'm impressed with the three over on nine. That's yeah. solid. Dude, that's hard to do. I mean, golf is, you heard what I, I threw my clubs in a lake a few, um, <laughs> last year. I did. I threw well, them in a lake. My Done. five iron would have been in the lake on 18 had there been a lake there, but, uh, it just went into a nice big bunker. So, and two and a half hours on a crap table for people that don't, if they're not familiar, cause I've tried, I just, I wish I understood it more cause you can just kill it. That's yeah. a long ass time to be. How much were you playing with? Thousand, um, five hundred, two hundred. I bought in for five. 
Okay, that's that's a solid time with 500. That's a long time. It was, it was we had a great time. So uh, there was four of us on the table, and we came out. Three of us came, or two of us came out ahead. Two barely lost out. Like the one guy lost like twenty eight dollars on two and a half right. hours. That's a that's Can't a win. That. That's a win. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah. JK, what's up? Nothing. I'm excited that we're doing this on a Wednesday night. It feels appropriate uh, with the conference we're dealing with, who kind of the kings of Tuesday and Wednesday night. And uh, hey, so only football on those nights. Absolutely, you can't bet all week if you don't bet Tuesday and Wednesday. So yeah, no, this will be fun. Um, some good teams here, some bad teams. It'll be a nice mix. Are they going to do? Is that a fact? That's their deal this year, Tuesday, Wednesday. Or yes, sir. Wow. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. So we're going to literally, you're going to have football Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, just seven days a week football. It's beautiful. Wow. I did if not you, know they were doing that. If you love the handicap and sports bet on football, September through January is a glorious time. My God. And I'm going to tell you something about this conference. This is going to be just like it was. I don't know if it was four years. It was either four or five years ago where they had the games on those nights and they Bobo got loose. It didn't matter. 69 and a half didn't matter. Went over 71 went over. It just didn't matter. And so I'm telling you this year, they're going to be there's three or four teams when we go over it that most people you just don't think of them this year. Like normal years, you you don't even they're just dog do every year. Not this year. A couple of these teams are rolling it this year with a lot of people back because last year they only had four games, right? So they yeah. had three or four games. So it was like, whatever. people didn't even understand like a team and, and we'll get into it, but one of the teams scored 50 points a game. Most, yeah. no one, most people wouldn't even know who that team was. They didn't even know they had a football team. <laughs> All right. We'll just jump right into that because I think that was a perfect segue. So here's one of the teams uh, that I think is just going to be putrid. Um, and they are like, Bobo's going to come out against them every time they play. So we're going to start in the East and then we'll go out West. So Akron season win total over under two. I can tell you this. I'm not even going to touch that. Uh, there's only a couple teams I'm going to touch, but uh, so Tom Arth uh, was rumored to be leaving for the Chargers staff in an assistant capacity, but he stays. Uh, so that's a little small win for them. I guess if you can say it, they do get their quarterback Cato Nelson back. Um, I want to say he had, was it a, like a rotator cuff injury last year? Kept them all, kept them out for the whole year. Um, so they, that should, you know, improve them. Uh, he played okay, um, in practice and things like that. Uh, it seems like he'll be ready for week one. So I don't think they're worried, but they got a brutal, um, opener against Auburn. I mean, they're just going to get trounced. They gave up 42 points per game last year in a six game, uh, skit. And I know, it was a COVID year, but six games kind of tells you what a team is or isn't. And uh, when you give up 42 a game and you, uh, you only put up 17, I just don't see uh, much improvement there. Awful team. And now they do have all five starters back on the offensive line. But like you said, I, I, I'm not, a, I mean, Cato Nelson will probably be their starter. He's coming back from the back injury. Like you said, he has his moments, but overall Akron's going to be an awful team. And it's funny, last year, that conference is so funny. Some teams played six games, some teams played three or four. So it wasn't a balanced season, but yeah, Akron's going to be awful. So that's going to be a game team you either stay, you go against, or you just don't even, you just cross them off for the week. Just a bad team. Just don't bet in games with them. Awful. Yeah, they're, um, <laughs> Vegas is spot on. I have these guys at two and 10. They get out yardage in conference play by almost 200 yards. That That's, brutal there's 
where there's realistically only two or three teams in this tier, like this horrible tier with Akron. Scary right. enough, one of them is in their own division, and the other one is like UMass. They are. Re- this is really, really a bad team. Agreed. Yeah, three and fifteen against the number the last two years. Um, they they finished with Ball State, Western, Kent, Toledo. So they'll be in the mix for the the MAC championship only because they'll be the team that everybody's trying to beat and make sure they don't slip up against. So, yeah, it's uh, another year rebuilding. Non conference at Auburn and at Ohio State. Oh, okay, they hope, those, hope those paychecks are big. They're yeah, only they're getting, they're they're getting, any favorite one game. One game. So circle your calendar for the October 9th game at Bowling Green. Bowling Green, yep. I mean, that's that's going to be where it's at. I mean, we're going to get to Bowling Green, but Akron ranked in some sites 125th in the country. Defensive line's not good. The, the good running back might be suspended. Might not yeah. even complain. <laughs> he had some charges, I think. I mean, he probably, you know, being on this team, it might be better to be in jail and then not on the team. So I'm not <laughs> sure. So circle your calendar. I mean, I'm looking at it. Favorite one game. I have them winning one game, and they play Bryant. Now, if this was basketball, it might be a good game, but minus 20 right now. So this is – this an, uh, I would I wouldn't touch this, but I would take probably one win. I'm going one win for Akron. You're going the under. That's impressive. I think, I think Bowling Green gets them just because I think both those – and we'll get to Bowling Green in a second. I think they're both so bad. I'm just going to give the home field <laughs> – Hog poo is what they are. Bowling Green. Yeah, we're going right into Bowling Green. So they, they scored 11 points per game last year and they gave up 45. Uh, their lowest margin of vic- or their closest loss was uh, by 25 points last year. So uh, 225 Q to 57 points last year. Not much to look forward there. They haven't looked well in a while, in my memory. States. I mean, I mean, they're begging for Urban Meyer Jr. to come back. Since Dino Babers left, because he actually had, they were in going moving in the right direction with him. They were in yeah. bowls. They were actually pretty good. Their offenses were silly. If you remember, they used to run that. They had a couple of years. They were really good. Uh, yeah, I don't have much to say about them except their dog poo. And I'll go against them when I can. And I just don't enjoy watching them. So hopefully they don't get too much TV time. Their they uniforms, are, well, their uniforms are as ugly as their team is. <laughs> it's the Browns. It's ugly. I, I, I mean, I got the, I got these guys at two and ten as well. Uh, I think we can kind of just bury them and move on. They'll be like Kaminsky said. They'll be in the mix for the other teams to win the title. But uh, I mean, just take Akron, Bowling Green. You might as well. You might as well roll if you can get a plus number on the under. You, you might want to try it out with those two. Hey. Can I real quick? I just want to ask one question. Let's run it back to Akron. At what point do they just go to Jason Taylor and just say, can you revive us and come back and be our coach? Like, just give us some sort of hype. Because I think he's trying to get into the coaching carousel. Oh, if he's trying to get in, that would, that that should be their next move after this year. Just to, like you said, just to get, even though he probably won't be a great coach. Because I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I would go, but he would bring some recognition. I mean, remember they had Bowden. He couldn't get yeah. any more. But for that program, that's a huge name. Huge yeah. with no H. Huge. <laughs> and, yeah, I love and, it. But I don't know. There, there's Like you said, there's these are two of the worst teams that we can discuss in the country. But we get into some good teams soon, like the fun. 
the fun teams are coming. Yeah, yeah we're getting in the we're getting yeah. into an Go ahead, Smitty. Yeah, because if you look at the schedule, you know, I'm not diving in Bowling Green here very long, but they play Murray State. They're at home. Right now, they're only, you know, again, this could have changed, but this is minus four and a half. I mean, who knows there? And then you get the big game, like I just said a second ago, then October 9th, circled on your calendar. Everybody sit on the couch. Let's, I hope, I hope we're going to be talking all day on that one. Akron. Should, hey, should we just live stream that game? That could be, that could be live a stream? fun thing to do is live stream <laughs> that game. So I have them, they're favorite in two. They're going to, I don't know. I'm going to say, I think they could even lose to Murray State and then come back and beat Akron. I'm going to go one win on this team. So. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Unders. All right, let's just that. let's move on to a, a, an interesting team this year. So we have uh, Buffalo. Uh, so they have a new coach, Maurice Linguist. I think that's how you say his name. So they lost uh, Lance Leopold to Kansas. Um, and I was telling Smitty prior to the show, so I knew he left, but I didn't realize he took seven players with him to Kansas. Uh, you know, I, personally, I think Buffalo could have probably beat Kansas uh, with with him being there. Yeah, so for him to take seven guys, I mean, you think that's a plus for Kansas. They already know the system, so it gives them a little leg up. Um, and they have a coach that's not willing just to sit on his recliner, even though he's allowed to be back uh, like Les <laughs> Miles did last year um, after careful consideration. What a joke. Uh, so they get Maurice Lindquist back. Uh, now they did lose Jarrett Patterson, uh, which, you know, is going to, I think, kind of hurt them. You know, he went to the NFL draft. Uh, but, you know, they are kind of RBU as of late. Uh, you know, they put out some some decent running backs uh, that have been either drafted or uh, immediate free agent draft uh, signings right after the draft. So Visa and Vegas have them at seven and a half. And that's kind of right on where I had them. I had them kind of that seven, five, eight and four. I look at their schedule. Um, you know, Nebraska can be kind of tough. I think just from a sheer talent standpoint, Coastal Carolina, I think will beat them. Even though it's at home, I just think Grayson McCall will run all over them. Uh, but then you look in their conference. I mean, I think Kent State's going to be better than a lot of people think this year. ODU is going to be trash. Um, by the way, ODU was only one of three schools last year to not play college football. So that's an absolute joke with a brand new coach from Penn State. Uh, but I'm looking at the rest of the schedule. I mean, they're favored in all but one. They're favored in nine. They're favored in yeah. nine games. I see yeah, them I mean, going. I see them getting eight. I'll be shocked yeah. if they only win. Well, you know, they have no, they're one of the few teams where their backup running back had almost a thousand yards. Kevin Marks yes. Jr. was the backup. Yep. He's silly. They have two of the better offensive linemen coming back in the conference to build around. The thing about Buffalo, which is why I think they'll be good. I understand they had some departures, but they're a running team and they have their quarterback back and one of their better line. And you have two of the better linemen back. When you're a running team and you lose players and you have changes in coaching, I just don't think it's as big a deal as when you're slinging it or you're the run and shoot or it's just not a complicated offense. And they're one of the better defensive teams every single year, last yeah. year being no exception. I'll, I can see them getting to eight, although I think the Mac will be better this year. I can see Buffalo getting to eight. I sure as heck wouldn't feel great going under seven and a half. I don't – I'm going to – I'm going to go contrarian here. Um, I know somebody else who hasn't spoke yet is high on this team. I am not. I, uh, their offensive unit basically breaks down to the ninth best overall. That's taken into effect. Their quarterback, running back, uh, O-line, and receivers. The receivers are worse in this entire league. The running back they rate overall is the fifth best. 
Now, their defense, I think, is much improved. I think this East, though, is just a grind. And I think Vegas is right on with that seven and a half. I would actually lean to the under. I actually think they're only going to get six here because I think the winner of the East, to me, is only going to get seven wins because I think they're just going to beat the tar out of each other. I'm going to lean under on these guys. I'm not as high on Buffalo as everybody else. I like it. Yeah, no, I agree with that, too. I actually think Buffalo, I think it's not so much the transition with the coaching. It's when it happened. It happened after the spring game. And the new coaching staff, I don't believe he was on the staff last year. I think he came from Baylor. Um, Whole new system on both sides of the ball. Lost a lot. And then you lost a lot that left the last minute to go play for Kansas. Um, You know, I I think it comes down to basically Ohio and at Miami, whether they get the over-under or not. you know, the non-conference, you go at Nebraska, you got Coastal. I, I actually like the under seven and a half. Like I said, only 10 guys returning, which is really rare this year. Four on offensive side of the ball, six on the defensive side of the ball. That's just a lot, especially in a year where everyone seems to have uh, some continuity. Buffalo has none. So uh, leaning under, it's going to be a disappointing uh, year for these guys. This was a good program. They were pretty scrappy playing against Penn State two years ago. Um, kind of just shame to see it all upheaval turned around. And uh, it was a good coach. And uh, I don't know what he can do at Kansas, but he was definitely uh, built a good program here. Do you think really? I mean, think about that. He had he so he had an opportunity to go to Kansas. Do you think he just put like I don't know color piece of paper in a hat and drew it out and said, "Do I go to Kansas or do I stay at Buffalo?" Because both those. I mean, I think Buffalo might be a better job. Kansas is a joke to me. So, quarterback six and one as a starter. Kind of like the quarterback, like Skip said, running back, the back. Marks is really, really good. Offensive line. The thing, when we hit on all these teams, if you really research these teams, a lot of these teams in the MAC are bringing back a lot of people on the Everybody. Everybody of these teams. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I yeah. guess I forgot about the COVID, but I, I mean, I think six or seven of these teams – have all five or, or four or five starters coming back. So I'm sorry to interrupt. No, that's fine. I mean, I, I'm big on that. I mean, it, you listen to the last couple of shows. I, I really try to harp on that too. I like it. I think again, coaching staff lead. I'm not as majorly concerned. Seven and a half. I think Vegas, I think Matt said it right on it. I agree with Matt. I think it's right there. I think this team's going to be okay. Again, like I think Jason said, you know, Nebraska, we don't know what Nebraska is going to be. I mean, it's a big year for them. We just said that on the last show. Coastal Carolina is going to be tough. Uh, I have them. They're favored in nine out of 12 games. I had them at seven. So that would be an under. Close, but an under. Only Skippy thinks anything of Buffalo. That's fine. Hey, I'm wrong wrong sometimes. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, I was right there with you, Skip. I I think they'll be better. Their defense keeps them in a lot of games. So, um, you don't need to, you don't need, just tell me I'm poo sometimes. It's, Uh, hey, can I, can I say this? And I know I'm going to jump, but I'm going to bring this up again. So, Kaminsky said the greatest thing with the Big Ten show and said Purdue's going to win that side of the bracket or the side of the division. And I just want to say, when I listened to the show back, I knew he said it. So when I listened to it the next day and I listened to the show, my jaw still hit the ground and I loved it so much more. I love it, Jason. <laughs> so don't worry about it, Skippy. You say whatever you want to, man. Let hey, Akron he, win the conference. I don't care. Even when Doug's not on the show, he has to chime in. He says, tell the boys my one hot take is the Alabama quarterback sucks and they will struggle. <laughs> hey, I, I said that on the show as well. I think they lose one to two games. Uh, I think 
we talked SEC already, but under 11 and a half is my play, and I'm pretty confident in it. Yeah, that we're getting text messages now and like all info, man. Hey, info, that means you're hey, you've hit the big time when you get text messages. So I'm just <laughs> telling you from people. Just people. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's move on to Kent State. This is a team that I'm actually really interested in. Oh, uh, I so, love this one. I love uh, so over under is five and a half. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna go the over. I love that quarterback. Um, Dustin Crum is just he's a monster. They averaged 50 points a game. Uh, which is unheard of in college football consistently. I mean, literally Bobo, I think, is their mascot because he just shows up to every game. And they even give up 38. Um, now, obviously, that's an 11-point difference. So, uh, you know, they're handling things pretty well. Uh, you know, they had a four-point um, victory last year against Eastern Michigan to start the season, but then they just turned it on 62-69, 41 uh, to end the games for them. I, I just love them. They return a lot of offensive power as well as defense. I mean, they're going to get blasted in their first game and they know that. So I don't think it's going to kill them at all um, heading into that. I don't think they really think their season starts until September 11th against VMI. Who should they, they should handle. And I'll tell you what, you know, I even said that they could hang really well against Maryland. I'm going to actually take them um, to beat Maryland outright. They're plus 11, but I just think they're so much better offensively than what Maryland can show for. You know, I'm not a Loxley guy. I think that's an upset for him. I see them easily over five and a half wins. I love them. I tell you what, they try to run. I think I don't. Have you guys watched them? Did you watch them at all last year? Oh, I watched them all the time. Yeah. I mean, they try to run seventy themselves, 70, 80, 90 plays if they can. It's the fa- It's got to be one of the fastest paced, if not the fastest paced offense in the country. And all and their defense sucks, and it's going to suck again this year. Even no matter what you think, it's Kent State's defense. It's not going to be great. And so I like them on some overs. I don't know if is that Maryland game at Kent State. It is Maryland at Maryland. That would be the biggest win in Kent State history if they win that one, or in a long time. Can tell you that. I just love them and their offense. They're going to score this year. They're going to be a great team that we can do overs with because I don't think teams can prepare for them in a week because they just, I mean, it's literally like this. I, I hadn't seen anything. I, it was one of the fastest paced. All, it was like Oregon years and years ago when they just, just boom, boom, boom. And Crum yep, can yep. play. He's been there forever. Crum's been there forever. 83 plays a game for second yeah. in the country. I mean, think about, I mean, you can't, you can't ask for much more and then add a doo-doo defense to it. Shit. They're going to go over. <laughs> oh, over. yeah. Q, what's the, what's the Vegas line here? Five and a half. Five and a half. All right. I'm going to go on my little tangent. I actually – welcome aboard, Skip. I am with you. Give me Kent State over. I mean, by a hair, I think they get to at least six, maybe seven, depending on the grind at the end. Their offense grades out phenomenal. Best O-line in the conference, best quarterback in the conference. That right there alone is a great start. Fourth best receiving unit. And then you go, and then we got to flip over to the other side. Ranks 10, 11, 10. Horrible defense. But Skip, you nailed it. Look at overs this year. If they're going to average 50 again and they're going to give up mid-30s, I mean, if Vegas is setting lines anywhere in the low 70s, I'm going to bang overs. I mean, it's hard for Vegas to get lines that high anymore because people will just crush it. Uh, I think it's over win total and then look in season over scores. 
even half time, second halves if you can. Yeah. And then do they have a stat in there in Vegas for that that is poo? It's P. It's called spell it P O O. Do they have any? Because that's what their defense is. It is a ju- last year I watched them a couple games. They would score and literally the other team would get the ball touchdown. I was like, you remember that? I think it was, it was the game yeah. they scored sixty nine. The score of that game was I think it, it might have been Akron even. It, it was. It was Akron sixty nine thirty five. How are you going to give up 35 to Akron when they were they and they did that was their backup quarterback. What's his name was out by then. And the Crazy. game with Buffalo was they were scoring, but they oh that's the, that Buffalo. one too. Buffalo scored 70. Right. Yeah. 70 to 41. That they I would that score was on one play. Ran. Yeah. He that, ran for 600 yards or something. Crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Didn't even know it. He he all it would they would get one play and they would run it up the middle on Kent State and then Kent State would get it back. It was it was unbelievable. I'm telling you, they're they but they're a fun, they're gonna be a fun team. And we got another one coming that I'm telling you guys right now. I love them on offense. Love them. I can't wait to hear what Maddie Nail says because Maddie Nails gets into this stuff, gets into <laughs> these things, man. I'm a degenerate. Degenerate. You're sicko. You're sicko, but you got a good golf game. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't throw your clubs in a lake, baby. That is a true story, by the way. I lost to a guy who had a stroke, and I threw my clubs in the lake. True story. <laughs> yeah, I, don't make, I, don't make, I don't make enough money to throw my clubs in a lake. Well, I don't have new ones, so I don't make any money either. Baby. <laughs> I need to sell some packages for someone who's dumb enough to buy them. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. Now, to get right, back to Kenzo, the schedule is tough, though. I mean, at a conference, they play at A&M, at Iowa, at Maryland, and then even in conference, they have Western, Central, and uh, Ohio and Miami. Like, that's, that's you know, it's – Brutal, actually. It Brutal is. on their over the for the year. And they have the bad run defense, which you guys hit on, and they play on the run side of the MAC. So it will be interesting because, you know, when you play that fast, the one thing team like, teams like to do is run it to slow it down, right? So it will be interesting to see if – you know, teams just kind of run it down their throats like they did last year, like Buffalo definitely did. 54 carries, 500 yards. So that's really the only thing that can hold them back. The offense is loaded. Even though the receiver group left, uh, the guys behind them, you look at their yards per catch, it's pretty impressive. So those guys can clearly run. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a fun team to watch. There's going to be some quality action on Tuesday and Wednesday nights uh, with the Kent playing. Well, they're favored in five. So you get them at five and a half. So they're favored in five. You know, again, quarterback's a stud. Offensive line, one of those teams like we've been talking about, they're very deep. They bring back a lot. Running backs are okay. Good uh, transfer from Syracuse coming at wide receiver. I think everyone has said it. Skippy really hit on this. The defense is bad. I like it. I was right with Matt. I have him at six wins, but I also had to lean to maybe get that seven, but I would stick with the six, but that would be an over. So I'm taking, I love it. The flash fast offense, take the over and you're going to win some chips. I like it. All right. Let's move on to Miami of Ohio. Uh, Over under is five and a half. I'm going to take the under here. I just look at their schedule. Um, You know, they, I'm, when I'm looking at this, I mean, I just see Cincy loss, Minnesota loss, Army loss, Ball State loss, Buffalo loss, Kent State loss. So right there, I mean, that's six or seven losses. Um, and, you know, these these teams here, like, they were favored in a couple games last year. That It's just like they forgot to show up to the game. The quarterback play was uh, not that good last year. Um, you know, I really don't have much to say on them. Uh, it's, it's actually one of the teams I probably didn't look at uh, as much as I should. Um, so I'll let you guys carry it on. I'm not so sure about I'm not so sure about an army loss in there. I, I need to dig in army. 
Um, you said the Vegas line was five and a half, correct? Yeah. This is another team I like the over. I, I think these last three teams uh, that we're going to cover, Miami, Ohio, Kent State, Ohio, all are going to go six and six or seven and five. It just depends who shows up when they play each other and knock each other out. I think Miami can get the six. I think they'll steal a game either against Army or at Ohio on November 2nd. I think that game at November 2nd at Ohio makes or breaks who wins this division, though. So if Miami steals it, I think they win. And if Ohio wins at home, I think it's, it's theirs to win. They, they, this squad is really good across the board. They don't excel at anything. They don't really not excel at anything. I mean, they're, their DBs are kind of suspect. The O-line's shaky but they're good enough across the board and they might have the best coach too so i'm gonna give them six i'm gonna go over love it uh one so is gabbert is the court is that gabbert's brother blaine gabbert's brother or whatever his name yeah, i mean that's, it, is, that's a, it is yeah it is so brett gabbert they're saying he should challenge for possibly all conference i I got to be honest. I did not love him last year, but again, it was a COVID year. But he and the, they have a great receiver. So Gabbard and Sorensen's probably going to be one of the better combos in that league. Sorensen averaged, I don't know, like twenty yards per catch. Uh, nineteen seven. Yep, nineteen seven. Um, I don't love the team. I'm kind of with with Maddie on this one. Like they could win five games. They could win six games. I guess they could get lucky and win seven. Martin is a heck. I think I do think he's a good coach. Um, and defensively, they're usually pretty good on defense. Um, they did take a little step back, I guess, last year, but again, a funky year. I'm not, I don't really personally, I don't play a lot of games with Miami. Oh, so as far as the over under on the season, I don't really have much of a vibe on them. I don't like anything about their uniforms though. Again, <laughs> awful. I don't, I just don't like their unis. Don't hey, like it. Real quick, since you brought up uniforms twice, you're not the kind of guy who goes to the Vegas for the NCAA tournament and picks just on uniforms, are you? No, but last year I could have done that since some poor bastard said at the last second. He said, listen, I know you do real well. I'm going to give you your little package pick right before. What do you got on the first day? He said, I'm all in on the first day. I gave him six plays on opening day. Six, not even totals. Four totals and two plays. No. Two, I'm sorry, two totals and four plays. I went 0 and 6. He said, he said can you send me my money back? <laughs> he said, can you, I, said, I said, at the end of the tournament, I will send you your money back after I get rolling. And, and then he said, no, I'm just kidding with you, but that was a disaster. So, no, I don't do that, but I probably should have last year. So that's the answer there. No, I'm uh, good. Just so you are, know, Maddie Nails, I'm the I am the greatest over handicapper during a college basketball season from November to February, possibly in the history of God's creation, because there's a five year track record at sixty five percent or better every year. I can't, wait to, I can't wait to collaborate. No, you're going to go against me. I'm going to take you down, Maddie Nails. <laughs> Skip only losers bet unders. Well, not really, but they are not much fun to bet in hoops, <laughs> especially when that last foul. Hey, when that foul with one second that makes no Ooh. sense happens, we'll get into that in hoop season for sure. Or you Absolutely. take that layup that they didn't. Team shoots oh. a three up 38 and they drill it. 
I have a theory. Let me ask you guys this before we finish the Mac. I just want to ask you this one question. I meant to do it last night. I'm going to bring it up next week too. It has to do specifically with gambling strategy. Do all of you, when you gamble, drink during um, the day? During the day, no, do you not drink? necessarily. Oh. No, it's rare that I drink, period. Oh, you're smart. Um, I would, how many, what percentage of gamblers do you think drink during their Saturday gambling? Well, Saturday probably is 80. Probably a lot. You yeah. know that, you know, out of all the strategies, if people just didn't do that, it's the number one strategy to not lose money. It's a hundred percent fact that I'm right. Anyone who disagrees with me is wrong. Just so you know, don't well, you get, loose, you get loose with your wallet. Are you kidding me? How about your three and one to start the day? And you're into the booze and then you add a little weed or whatever else people add. Are you kidding me? It's a hundred. If we could document that, it would be an unbelievable show to document that with people's gambling habits. If you could watch them to start the day and then watch what happened. I know for a fact, because I've done it myself, it's lunacy. Well, most people people shouldn't stay up for that late game. Turn on Cinemax, look through the lines, see what happens, and there you go. Don't worry about it. Go to bed. Don't watch Hawaii late. Don't watch Hawaii late. On a Sunday, too, I just think drinking affects gamblers more than anything else, and more than refs, bad coaching or anything, is drinking and booze. Think about it. A last one is when you ask what somebody else bet. And then you well, just that, start adding in three, four, five games because they've sold you like a used car salesman. That right. gets then, then you know that you're finished. Well, when you're doing that, you're you're finished anyway. But I just had to throw that out there. I know that no, you're right. I know Dougie Pooh will disagree with me, but he's wrong. <laughs> anyway, I derailed us, so I apologize. No, that's all right. I'm gonna, I, I mean, Jason, I have to go here. Jason, I'm going to go real fast. I'm kind of on. I think Matt's a little higher than what I – the offensive line is the only thing that scares me with Miami. I like the quarterback. I agree with you guys. The coach is pretty good. 93 ranked in the country. They're favored in three games. Man, tough start. I don't know who they're playing in the one week. Long Island Post or something. I've never even heard of that school. Sharks. So. (laughs) The Sharks. (laughs) So I'll give them. I'm going to give them four wins. So I'm taking the under. with. Wow. Okay. Yeah, there's there's nothing real sensational about their team. I don't know how they had 13 sacks in three games last year. That's pretty impressive, especially since they got shut out against Buffalo um, and nobody got like more than one. So I actually thought this was a good team last year after the Ball State game, uh, which I think opened the season. I thought Ball State was terrible because they couldn't block them and then uh, kind of a misleading stat. Uh, the only thing I have is interesting, 26-19-1 as a dog under this coach. So always kind of interesting if they're getting points. And um, you look at the non-conference or the in-conference, they get you know, two Ball State, two Ohio, two Kent. That might be a little too much to ask. So I actually like this team as an under. I just don't think they have that uh, dynamic offense. And defense is usually solid, but probably not enough to score points. There's some points to be scored in this league. So I like the under, too. Roll it. All right. We're going to move to Ohio University. Win total is over under seven. I really like this team. I think they're going to compete for the uh, the back title. So they bring back their top two quarterbacks, their top two running backs, every top uh, starting receiver, uh, their offensive line returns, and they all uh, added uh, T.J. Jackson from Virginia Tech, who you know has uh, numerous starts under his belt. It, it looks like uh, I'm reading here they're going to send him uh, to be the starter uh, at left tackle. Um, 
I, I just think with them returning everybody, you know, they played uh, with, I think, under their previous coach who just retired. I mean, they've won it four times. They've stayed within the system. They hired one of their coordinators. Uh, so he's familiar with not only the recruits, but, you know, they're familiar with him. Um, and, you know, and they have a – I wouldn't say it's an easy schedule, but they've dodged some bullets. You know, they dodged Western Michigan. Um, they've got Central at home, uh, which helps. Kent State at home, Miami of Ohio at home. You know, really the toughest game, I think, that they in conference that they have to travel is at Buffalo. Uh, it's eight and a half spread. I mean, anything could happen there. Um, you know, if Buffalo's running back gets hurt or something midseason, I mean, that's that could easily be a win. Uh, you know, they're not conference. Uh, they're favored against Syracuse. Syracuse, I think, has got a really down year. Um, they should blow out Duquesne and and Lafayette. You know, I'm not not too sure. Skippy probably knows more about them than I do. And then Northwestern, I'm not that high on. I mean, I think Northwestern should win, but they could probably keep it close. I got this team at eight nine wins. Wow, man, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I might be drinking some Kool Aid here. I, I have these guys at six and six. I like an underplay here. I don't think they do anything great except run the ball. Uh, they do have seventeen starters back. The the thing that keeps this an interesting play though is all their losses in the last four years when they're they're eighteen and nine in MAC play. All their losses are by one score or less. So they're in every game. They don't get blown out. I mean, you're going to lose some of them. You're going to, I hate to say you're going to win some of them too. I think this is, I think they're going to finish third in the division. I think Miami's going to steal it. I think Kent state's going to finish second. And I think Ohio's going to finish third. I'm going to play an under on these guys. All right. Wow. 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 I'll go last. You guys do your thing. No, Jason. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think that's a big loss with Solich. I, I know the uh, they hired the assistant's been there forever, um, but Solich was a really good coach. I was pretty fortunate to be able to get a guy who had Nebraska winning ten games every year. Uh, the coach in Athens. Uh, I mean, it'll be interesting. If the quarterback plays there, they'll win this side of the the MAC easily. Um, that's the biggest question. They had the transfer in last year from UNLV, pretty athletic guy, but not a very good quarterback. Um, they're always solid. They're really boring. They're like the opposite of the teams we were talking about earlier. Miami and Ohio are the two teams that just kind of bore you to death with solid play on both sides of the ball. Um, but that's really it. Uh, kind of interesting Syracuse start the season. You know, I don't know. We have a line on that game. Minus four. Minus four. Ohio late minus four. Yep. Yeah. At home. Wow. wow. Right, I won't, I won't lay four there. Uh, but then at Northwestern, I forget what Northwestern's schedule looks like at that time. But that you know they're that good where they can shock somebody. But I don't think they're that good that they can look like they should contend for uh, anything within the group of five. So um, yeah, I mean, I think they'll win, but I don't think they're going to be very uh, dynamic on this side. I just I want I'm going to jump back in real quick. I'm going to go through the schedule and just do a different look on this. I actually think they open the season losing at Syracuse, give them a win at Duquesne. They have to go to Louisiana and play a really good team on the road. That's a loss. But well, their dogs fourteen and a half, Matt, in that yeah. game. So yep. North Northwestern's going to smoke them. Then they get a win against Akron, Central Michigan. Uh, sure, they get them at home. That that might be a win, but I'm not going to chalk that one up. I think they go to Buffalo and get a loss. Then Kent State at home. That's going to be a battle. They could literally go to their open date on Halloween, and they could be two and five. 
I, I can't see the over with these guys. I'm, I'm going to roll the under. I'm going to be a naysayer. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you guys. I mean, the Rourke, the quarterback, seems like he's been there forever. Uh, surgery on his shoulder. Rogers, the quarterback out of UNLV, big guy, 6'5", big guy, about 220 pounds. Offensive line's good, another team. But I think, like Jason said, I think losing the coach is a big thing here. And defense can't really, you know, can stop the run. They're not bad. I, I think this, I think this East is tough. I mean, I think it's Ohio. I think Buffalo's right there. And I agree with you. I think a sneaky play here to put a little pizza money or throw some money on this is Kent state to win this side of the conference. That's my thoughts on the East. Yeah. Ohio. I mean, I don't have much to say about them. I like, I don't like their uniforms much either. <laughs> uh, Solich was great. But and they're always in the mix, so I just think Ohio will be in the mix. I'll be shocked if they don't have a winning record. The worst, the one thing they need to improve on, and I remember this last year, I would get, I would go nuts with them. They get into the, they would, there were a couple games I actually bet on them. Maybe it was a second half play or something. They get into the red zone and they're just, they just can't score. And they're one of the, they're a horrible third down team as well. And so. I mean, they're, they're predicted number one. I won't be surprised if they win the division. I don't love um, their court, but he has been there forever. Jesus flipped their quarterback Rourke, but uh, I can see them going. Sit. Like I said, I, I agree with Maddie. I think they're going to beat the, the, you know, what out of each other in that conference. So that's all I have to say on Ohio. They're just, they're not a fun team for me. I like the fun teams in the Mac. They're a very boring team for me. Ohio always have been for a long time, but they're good. They're just boring, not exciting. West, it's kind of like watching a pro game. West is more exciting than the East, in my opinion. This of this conference, West Definitely. has some teams. Although I do, like I said, Kent Kent's going to be fun, but this West has some a couple of teams that are going to be very good. So, Central Michigan might not be one of them. By the way. <laughs> Hey, you know, who's really dropped off though the last few years. And, and again, they're just not pick. Remember Northern Illinois for like years was just unbelievable playing in real bowl game. And they're just picked again this year to be dog. Do they had a really good running back come out four or five years ago. And I can't remember who it was. They're right on the West. They're the last team on the West. If you want to start there. Because that's where it seems you're starting at the bottom. Yeah, let's let's start right there, Q. That's a pretty good take into. Yeah, Northern Illinois. Uh, all right, so Northern, I'm going to pull up the uh, overrunner because I actually don't have it. Let me guess what it is before you do it because I don't know any of these. I'm going to say for them three and a half. Oh, close. Yeah, you were oh. close. Four over under four. Yeah, they're not oh, going to wow. be very. They're not going to be very good again. Is what it looks like. Yeah, from 2010 to 2014, they were averaging over 10 wins. They haven't done that since. I mean, well, they were they were in a off. they were in a major bowl game against um, Florida State. Florida State, yeah, yeah. Couple, just a yeah. couple years ago, not very and, long ago. And we're hanging at halftime in that game, yeah. I believe. They had a stud running back on that team, and I I, I want to say he went to the NFL, and I'm I'm totally drawing a blank on who he was, but that he was like their number one player, and they had a decent quarterback as well. Uh, it was kind of like a one-two punch. Uh, so over under four. Skip, why don't you uh, start on this one? Yeah, I don't um, have a ton to say about them, except that 
their new quarterback, which they here's here's all you need to know. And then this is all I'm going to say about him. The strength of their team and their new quarterback is none other than doo doo transfer Rocky Lombardi from Michigan State, who literally would have had trouble starting on my high school team against the Rifleman for short. And that's all I need to say about that team. They're just not very they're not going to be good. Um, I don't think he's any good. So that's their big excitement is that he's going to provide them a lift. I just don't think he's a very good quarterback. He's not accurate and he makes bad decisions. And the Mac is just not the type of conference. If you're not any good as a quarterback, you can come from like he came from Michigan state. He was horrible at Michigan state. So I just, I, you know, they only averaged literally five, less than five. It looks like they averaged less than five yards of play, which ranked 10th in the Mac last year. Um, I guess they were. Yep. They averaged about twenty-four yard, twenty-four points a game. But they were giving up forty. They were giving up forty, and I, I just don't have. There's a. They're young, I guess, on defense as well. So I don't think they're going to be very good. No, this is a team that went zero and six last year. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, you hit it well with the quarterback. I mean, I watched him. I wasn't impressed at Michigan State at all. This is his fourth offensive coordinator now in his career. Uh, going into a system here. Um, and they're only favored in two games. And you got them at Vegas has them at four. And I'm trying to bring it up to you. If you're there, I mean, I'd love really. F- okay. I got it right now. I mean, just looking at their ske- schedule. I mean, I, I don't see, I mean, I think, t- I mean, I want to hear what the rest of the boys, I'm going to shut up here, but I want to hear what the rest of the boys say. I just don't see how they even come close to four wins. I, I had them at uh, two. So this is an easy under for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the under with you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you look at the schedule at Georgia tech, Wyoming comes to uh, the call, which I guess is right outside of Chicago. That's kind of an unusual one to get a school uh, that big coming in at Michigan. You got Maine. So there's a win. Um, then Eastern at Toledo, Bowling Green at Central Michigan, maybe one or two wins, maybe three out of that grouping. But then after Halloween, when they go to the uh, midweek schedule at Kent State, Ball State, at Buffalo, Western Michigan, it's going to be hard to see them win any games there. So, yeah, I, I think four is probably a stretch. It's a really young team. I think it's the third youngest team in the MAC still. Um, you know, think, like you said, this program actually had some history to it. Actually, that Florida State game was longer than we think. It's, I'm looking at the last couple of bowls, and it's prior to 2013. So it's been a while. But, um, yeah, they were – I think they said too much turnover the head coaching position. I mean, you think of all the guys that have left here and gone on to other programs. Um, you know, these MAC schools kind of get picked apart that way. That's what kind of happened to Bowling Green as well, um, where they had the guy leave for Wake Forest, and then you had Babers leave for Syracuse. You just can't always find the guy that can keep it going, especially with the – recruiting challenges they have at the max. So, yeah, I like the under four here. I, it, this is going to be the worst team on this side of the conference, and they're not going to get any breaks from the other five teams that are uh, on the west side. So, definitely an under. I agree. I, I'm going to actually – I'm actually going to agree with Smitty. If you can get an even better number to them get two wins, that that's where I see them. I mean, the schedule is – they're going to start out 0-3. Then they get the Black Bears. That is a win. The site I'm looking at has a win against Eastern Michigan at home, lost Toledo. The big one's Bowling Green at home. They should win that. And then this site has them beating Central Michigan on the road. Can't see it. I think they finished up with five straight losses. And they got three and nine. Three and nine. I mean, two and ten is not out of the question either. I'm shocked that site, Matt. I mean, you know, you can throw that site out here. Um, 
I mean, that's at Central Michigan. They have them dogs at 10 and a half. They have, they have Northern Illinois being Central Michigan? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. October 23rd at Central Michigan. Win. Wow. Okay. That's, that, that's shocking to me. Oh, and Q, the quarterback slash runner for them was Jordan Lynch. They didn't actually have a running back. That kid did it all. He had 23 carries that game. Yep. I knew it was somebody. I, the name rings a bell. Now, he didn't he have got, an NFL He got a cup career. of coffee in the NFL, too. So Yeah. Um, all right, let's move to Eastern Michigan. Uh, so that was kind of the one you uh, you said that, you know, they could potentially win. You know, I don't know. Eastern Michigan can roll it on offense. They averaged like 38 points, 34 points per game last year. The, the only problem was they couldn't stop anybody. Uh, but Northern Illinois couldn't score, and I don't see them being able to score much this year too. So I think that could kind of, you know, be a wash. Um, so they played, they were two and four last year. Like I said, one, I love the field color. It's gray. It's a little different, it's easy on the eyes, but I thought initially when I saw it, I thought my TV was losing its uh, life. The color threw me off. Um, they return, I believe they return their, their starting quarterback, um, from last year. And, you know, they averaged over 400 yards. Like I said, they roll it on They just can't stop it. I mean, if their defense plays marginally better, you know, they should be, uh, better than they were last year. Over under is six and a half. It, it's just a stay away for me. I kind of have them in that that five win range, five to six wins. And see I, I, I'll, I'll go. I'll jump in here. This is actually going to be my surprise team coming out of this side of the uh, bracket. I think they're actually going to get to six and six. I will roll the over with these guys. They have twenty one returning starters. That's massive. They can, they can play some O, and a little underlying fact, they probably have the best punter and the best kicker. I know special teams sucks, but, hey, those kids get uh, scholarships as well. I think they can go to 6-6. Six and six. I think they can, can surprise a few teams over here. I think they topple Central Michigan. I don't think they're in the tier with Western Toledo and Ball State, but if you put them in the East, I think they'd challenge over there for the, the, head, of the head of the class. Uh, I'm going to go over on these guys. I like these guys, and I'm going to keep an eye on them this year as well. Yeah, no, I agree with that comment that they would be much better off in the East. I think they're just behind a bunch of better teams. Uh, yeah. Interesting stat with Eastern, 24-10-1 as a road dog under this coach. So uh, they're going to be a road dog a couple times this season, so there could be some value there. Um, yeah, they're just too small on defense. They, they play basically a dime defense all the time, and they just get run over. Um, it doesn't hurt them so much on this side where they throw the ball a little more, but um, that's probably their biggest downfall. They just have two guys over 250 pounds playing on defense. That's just too little these days. Um, yeah, basically the last four games for them is really going to determine their over-under. Uh, basically after Halloween, it's at Toledo, Ohio, Western, and then at Central. That's going to be a tough road to hoe. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's, I think it's a good football team. I don't think it's a bad football team maybe. Yeah, we're talking about the Mac here. Um, but it's going to be a tough finish. Yeah, I have. I'm kind of agree with what you guys just said there. You know, Hutchinson's a pretty good quarterback, had a good year last year. You have a transfer from Cincinnati coming in. Boone, uh, Boone's not a bad back. Wide receiver, diving into it a little. I'm not very high on them. Good tight end. One of these teams, like we said, great experience on the O-line. These are one of these teams that comes back. Defense, though, needs to tighten up a little bit. I had them, especially secondary. I had them, like Matt said, I had them right at six wins. I had six and six. All right. You went, didn't you? Yeah. No, I'll just keep it quick on this one. So the one thing they need to do better, they were 
they rank because I like Hutchinson too. But when you get into the Mac, if you think about it, what do you have to do late in the season to get to those to get some of those key wins? Just because of the way the weather is, you have to be able to run it a little bit. Unless you just elite passing, which they're they're good. Hutchinson's good. They do get a they get a James Madison transfer, Jawan Hamilton. He should help them at receiver, but they ranked 12th in rushing last year. They have everybody back on the offensive line. Like Matt said, they have everybody, literally everybody back. Uh, they're just going to have their defense wasn't great, but they, they have to improve at the, on the running game to compete. I mean, to the upper echelon, they could, what is their over and under six, five and a half, six, six and a half. Yeah. I mean, they get, for them to get to seven, they're going to have to be able to do better running the ball this year or Hutchinson better have the year of his life. Other than that. I mean, I don't, I don't, I see him maybe six and six, five and throw, seven maybe. I'm going to throw out one more tidbit. So um, the first team all conference, they actually have one, two, three, four, five, six players. That's crazy. Total. That's that's actually really solid. And three of them are on defense: their safety, their linebacker, and their DN. I think this is a sneaky team. I think if you can get a plus number somehow on the over, maybe even go go to the seven, I, I'd take a shot on that. Yeah, 20 guys returning, Matt. Uh, 10 on offense, 10 on defense. I mean, so a yeah, good everybody. mix. Yeah, good even mix on this team. Central Michigan's next, huh? Central. They are. The Chippewas. Yeah. So, Skip, you, you nailed it. I mean, when you said everybody, I mean – that is an understatement. You know, we just said 21 guys coming back to Eastern Michigan. You have 21 guys coming, you know, back for Jim McElwain. You know, I think this is a con- like, so Jim McElwain obviously was at Florida. He struggled with uh, under the big leagues. You know, he comes here and, and he leaves him, uh, you know, to better records. Uh, he's going to his third year. He's improved his record over under a six. I'm not a fan of the quarterback, Daniel Richardson. If I'm not mistaken, he's that real tiny quarterback last year. and it seemed like he was trying to throw in between his linemen and he struggled at times. And I think that, you know, and he didn't really run that well. So, you know, when you have a small quarterback, in my opinion, it makes it harder, especially if not only you're trying to compete against the defense, but you have to throw over your guys or through them because you can't see over them. Um, Over under six, uh, you know, I don't really have a great read on this team. I mean, they have decent running backs. They averaged about 210 yards last year. They gave up. Uh, a ton of yards, I want to say close to 300 yards passing. So they struggled defensively in that category. I kind of have them as about a 500 team. I mean, uh, you know, they play at Missouri at LSU. So you can already count those as losses. Um, you know, Kent State's another loss. Uh, Eastern Michigan, if, if they're not rolling, I mean, Eastern Michigan is, you know, offensively, then they could lose that. I just see kind of that, win, you know, season it goes win loss, win loss here uh, i just don't see them running away with anything so i would say it's a pass for me they're gonna be five and seven six and six in my opinion love it q i'm gonna i'm gonna roll with you i'm gonna look the under and the only reason i'm gonna look the under is they have the toughest schedule in the mac and they actually play the three best teams from the east side and they have their big games are all on the road so i don't i don't think they're gonna come out as clean as the the six uh what you said the over under was six correct yes yeah i'd lean the under i like the five and seven play you you mentioned yeah no they uh they run it well 
they stopped the run well, which we haven't seen with some of these other teams. Uh, yeah, the schedule, you know, they don't miss anybody. They get the tough teams from the East, and then they've got at Western and at Ball State. That's pretty rough. It's probably why they got picked below those two teams on this side of the division. Um, quarterback's a question. They get transferred in from Washington. Um, didn't really shine there. So, um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, there's potential that they could do a lot worse than their over-under just because uh, with no quarterback play. Uh, McElwain's a good coach, but, you know, he's still in the MAC. <laughs> so, interesting stat on them. 21-11 as a home favorite, 27-15 as a home team in general under McElwain. So, people do not like to go to Mount Pleasant to play these guys. Yeah, I'm kind of right with you guys. I think I think their Vegas is right on it. Again, I agree with Matt what he said. I mean, look for I had him between five and six. You get the plus number on the you know the under, so you could get the under six there. Defense too many passing yards last year. They can stop the run. Good freshman uh, running back. You know, like uh, Jace just said about the quarterback coming in, maybe you know that little competition. I had him five and six. What would I do here? I, man, I would try to get that plus money. I'd take probably the under here on this team and give them five wins. Yeah, I don't I don't have much on them either. I mean, I don't I don't love McElwain. We had him here at Colorado State. He actually did a good job here, but I don't love his style of coaching. I think in the Mac, like if you're not going to open it up this year in this league, like and I mean, get after it with the passing game. You better have one hell of a running game. And I'm not just talking about, I mean, maybe they'll win their five or six games. I'm talking about the surprise, like Matt was talking about, an Eastern Michigan could surprise because they have a real passing game. They need to improve on the running game. But this team, I don't know. They're average. I mean, they're okay on defense. I just don't love McElwain's style. I've never really been a huge fan of him. So, and I don't love the quarterback from last year. And like uh, uh, the quarterback, the, the transfer, I think, from Washington. He didn't do squat there, so I don't know what he's going to do at Central. So that's my – I look at them maybe five – I mean, what's the total? Five and a half? It is – yeah. Um, I'd be shocked if they go over – I think it was six. Yeah, I can see that going under. I'm surprised they put some of these numbers, Vegas, at even – like at four or six. Uh, There's just yeah. not a lot of value in those. Like, got to make – got to give me some yeah. – a half there. But, uh, yeah, I don't love them. The next team we're going to talk about, Western Michigan, I love this team. These are my bull boys. They will light it up this year. Everyone back on offense. I love it. And I'm just going to yeah. jump since – and I've been telling Q this. Man, there's LRB, LRB man, sick. There's some people that are already jumping on this over win total over Western Michigan. Everybody. Yeah, when kind of getting disrespected at over under six, in my opinion. I, I, I see love, them. Listen, I love this the most out of all the totals we've talked about for them to get to seven. If they improve their defense even a little bit, this kid, Ellaby, I watched him start as a freshman. He's a stud. He's the stud. They got Everyone back on off. They got four across the line. Offensively, they are going to score. Last year, they just couldn't stop anybody. They just couldn't stop people on defense. So, now, uh, statistically, and this will tell you how good he is. So he's sixty-five percent on completions, eighteen touchdowns to two interceptions. Uh, he was number three in passing efficiency, only to Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. So, I mean, you're in upstanding. You know, top top first round pick. Big kid too, by the way. Big kid. He's a big yeah, kid. Yeah, he is. He's huge. I, I feel like they're getting disrespected, and I think you'd be dumb not to lay some money on the over. It's it's even money. I mean, you'll take even. Obviously, it's not bad. Um, they return nine guys on the offense, ten on the defense, like you said. I mean, 
they get rolled on. You know, they gave up 35 a game, but their offense put up 42. So they were still, you know, plus in the scoring categories. I don't see their offense taking any regression. You would think the defense has to get marginally better with returning talent in, in a situation like that. You know, they really haven't looked back since they've rode the boat, and I don't think they look back right now. I've got them uh, definitely over six wins. And Lester can coach. He's a good coach. The coach. Yeah, I don't. Michigan. I have no complaints with him. Yeah. Yeah, this team, like I said, a lot of people love this over. And why? Why do you think they're getting disrespected? I guess. Why do you think they're only at six? Well, you know, Q. I mean, breaking it down. Now, again, I'm not saying I'm Jimmy the Greek over here, and I know what I'm talking about. I had him. I, I like him barely. I had him at seven wins. So, I mean, that's a winner. A winner is a winner. Yeah. Uh, and I agree. With, I mean, it's what Skippy said, what you said, the quarterback's a stud. They got a great Jefferson. The running back's a great workhorse. Three main targets are coming back. They got a kid out of Ch- uh, Chattanooga, a transfer that's coming in. That's a really good wide receiver. Again, one of these teams, offensive line coming back. Defense is a mess. Best tackler went off to Arizona. I don't know why. I mean, again, six wins. You know, I'm not t- saying they're going to win nine, so I don't want to brag them up and say they're going to, but I have them over the six, and you're getting plus money if you hit that seven wins. Man, I'm taking it. I mean, I see why everyone's on it. You know why Matt, Matty Nails said it best, and then I'm, I'll am i be, I'll just zip it, but I got to get this out because I've been thinking, with the Mac, I equate, I look at the Mac almost like the NFC East in football sometimes, you know, where they're just going to beat up on each other. Matty Nails said it best. They're going to beat, and that's why they're only at six, is because these teams, it's going to be hard to have a team win nine or ten games in this conference because they're going to just beat, like teams are going to be able to beat other teams. It doesn't matter where they play, and they're just going to beat each other up. I just totally agree with Matt on that one. Yeah, here's here's my, uh, not even a hot take. It's To me, the MAC is two tiers. There's the East, you have the top three teams. Actually, I'm going to go top four. I'll lump in Buffalo. Then you have the two sucks. The West, same thing. You have the top four. Go, I'll go all the way down. I'm going to put Central below Eastern. So I'm going to put Central, Northern Illinois in the bottom. So you have these four teams that literally week in, week out, are going to throw haymakers at each other because that's the difference. One, one of those wins is going to be the difference between first and fourth. I'm not as high on Western Michigan as everybody else's. I think Vegas has that line for a reason. I think they're going to actually end up on that number. I think they're going to end up the six. I'm going to go through the schedule real quick at Michigan loss, Illinois, Illinois state win at Pitt. I think they'll keep it close, but I think it's going to be a loss. They have, they have San Jose state at home. Loss. Proof. Agreed. I think that's going to be a loss. San Jose state's going to be nasty this year. Yep. Very good. Um, they have to go to Buffalo. That's a loss. Uh, I think they'll beat ball state at home. I think they're going to lose the, the slip up for me is I think Kent state's or Toledo is going one of them or both of them are going to beat them, but they should win out. And I'm hoping because I like Eastern Michigan at the end, I hope Eastern Michigan can upset them, but I would not play Western Michigan. I think everybody's jumping on it a little premature, and I think the six and six number is correct. So I, I won't play this. I just love them in totals this year. I don't love the team total at all, but I love them in game because they're going to get scored on and they're going to score. And they're going to score on teams like even Pitt. They'll just score on Pitt, but they'll give up a boatload too. Yep. Yeah, I, I, you look at the schedule, I think, Matt, when you went through it, and uh, it's tough. 
I mean, it is tough. The only two cupcakes they get are Akron and Northern Illinois. Uh, everybody else is, you know, and they get like people like Buffalo who might be a game they can win at Buffalo, you know, and they're going to Toledo. Um, I think you just look, and I don't think people are really high on Tim Lester. I know you guys liked him, but um, you know, they're they're five, twelve, and one against the number on the road. You look at their record the last couple of years; it's five hundred. They've had pretty talented teams. I mean, Fleck left the cupboard full and they really haven't maximized on it and you know they just have a habit of slipping up to teams they should beat they lost to eastern last year basically cost them their side of the mac um 13 point favorites and they lose by 11 at home couldn't uh, stop them what was the score like 50 something to 40 something 42 yeah, yeah so i mean couldn't stop them i think this would be that's what makes people nervous about western michigan especially when you see how talented uh, toledo and central and everybody else is is that uh yeah, there's no reason why they can't do this, but it just kind of seems like they haven't. And uh, I would guess that's where why there's some maybe value here. Um, I think the Pitt game is interesting. Uh, Pitt, you know, is Pitt, and that that's a game that they have a habit of stubbing their toe. And Western Michigan's more than talented enough to go into Heinz Field and beat them. So uh, I'll definitely have that circled and see if there's any value there when uh, we get to September 18th. But um, I think they're over six wins. I actually think plus 900 is not a bad number for them to win the conference because I think whoever wins the West will win the championship game. Um, but I can also see why people are a little down on them. Great point. You're waffling. <laughs> uh, he's up. He's down. Come on. I just like the great point about the winning the, the division and the conference. You could totally yeah. see that with it. that kid, Ellaby or whatever. I'm telling you. He's going to, I'm going to be shocked if he doesn't make, he's just a big kid with a cannon and he's accurate and he doesn't make a ton of mistakes. And I'm just talking about for the next level. So. Yeah. Toledo, no, I, like who's, 900. I think that's who's, great value. who's the next team though. Is it Toledo? No. Yeah. Yeah. Ball Toledo. State. That's the last one that we got to cover. No, we missed ball state. Oh, we missed. I'm sorry. Drew ball Pitts, yeah. baby. Drew Pitts. All right. So we'll do ball state and we'll do Toledo. All right. Ball state. Drew Plitt. I really Plitt. like him. Plitt. Plitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another stud quarterback, 17 touchdowns, 2,200 yards, 66% completion. Uh, and what they play? They play – they played eight games last year. Oh, they year. beat San Jose State, which was a great win in the bowl game. Actually, they did. Like well, they trounced them. Trounced yeah. up 35-7 yeah. at one point or something. Yeah. They, they, went was, on, uh, they went on a roll the last two. They, they man, they thumped. Central Mish. Buffalo, yeah. no, in the championship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they went to the bowl game and just, man, and I think I lost on that one. I think I had San Jose State because San Jose State had a good team last year. Most and people did. They were undefeated, San Jose and State. they put a the thumping on them in the bowl game. Yes. Well, they lost their first game and rattled off seven straight. They were awful um, in the first game. San yeah. Jose State was missing guys for COVID, though, so just to weigh it down a little. All right, so Drew Plitt, like I said, he returns – over under seven and a half. I have them at the over. Uh, you know, they receive they, they essentially return their their entire offense uh, from last year. You know, and they they put up thirty five and they were giving up twenty five. Uh, so I kind of like that spread there. You know, they're pretty average. You know, they were four hundred fifty yards a game. So offensively, they're good. Now they were giving up a lot um, as well. Their defense is pedestrian. You know, I'm kind of a proponent. You know, they bring it back ten on the defense. I, I'm trying to be a little optimistic. I think if you have ten. 10 out of 11 starters back, you should get marginally better. Uh, just maybe if it's playbook or just consistency or knowing who's, you know, who you're playing next to. Um, I have them looking at their schedule, you know, uh, Penn State loss. Army, I just think Army's discipline. I think they should beat the MAC teams. 
Um, they, you know, they've coming off uh, last good couple of years. I, I just think Army uh, will handle them in, their, in that slow style of pace. It's so hard to, to prepare for a triple offense when nobody in the MAC has it. I'm sorry, triple option. Nobody in the MAC has it, so they don't really uh, see it or understand it. Can I just um, can I irritate the Penn State fans here really quick? Because yeah, I like go ahead. And J- Jason's gonna laugh at this. I think this team could hang with Penn State, <laughs> especially a first half play. All of my Penn State fans, <laughs> Smitty Bucks, put it on issues. Twitter, buddy. Put it on Twitter. Dude, you <laughs> have to ah, happy Valley. I'm rolling <laughs> here, man. Let's go, Penn State. Kaminsky, I'm gonna let you tear into him before I do. Look, no, it's I mean, on the road at Penn State. There, there's no chance there. If it was at home, I'd say they could compete in the first half. But to go on the road there, I just don't see it. I'll take. I'll take. Uh, I'll. I'm going to throw this right now on the show. I'm going to throw it out. Ball State plus the points at Penn State. Bowl. Is that Week One? Week Two. I was going to say Week One. They might have a better shot just because it's Week One, but they could. I mean, I you could see that. I mean, I think Penn State will win. Penn State might get might be overrated this year. We'll see. Yep, I said it on the Big Ten. You don't know what Clifford's going to give you. He's regressed over the last two years. I I don't think he's the guy there. I don't like the coach. I never have. I think he's a good recruiter. Great playmaking. Yeah, great recruiter. I think that's all he's got for him, in in my opinion. Um, He benefited from just having a year or two decent at Vandy, and I I think he kind of ran. He benefited from McSorley. Yeah, I mean McSorley was a freaking college. Yeah, until he runs a uh, fourth and sixth draw. Right. Um, Awful play. The worst. Back to Ball State. I have them uh, about eight wins. So, um, I mean, they're one of the better teams. Uh, look at their schedule. I mean, I, you know, in the MAC, anything can happen. There's those upsets. So I got them, like I said, eight and four. So I can see Ball State basically doing a similar thing to the last year where they get hot at the end because the schedule really softens up at the end. They, they close with at Akron, at Northern. They get Central at home, and then they Buffalo, and who knows what Buffalo will be at that point um, last game Man, of the year. That's four wins, babe, maybe, to close it. But that's what I mean. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a little ugly to start. I mean, you give it the Western. You know, Penn State, they could hang just because it seems like the run defense is pretty good, and I don't know how good Penn State's passing offense will be um, with the new scheme and everything at that point. Um, you know, at Wyoming, I think that's a tough game to play at mile high. Um, and then, you know. Horrible, you go, horrible team, Wyoming. Hate them. Hate them. <laughs> Just so ugly. No, well, that too, but they're just so, no, they're so, he's such an ugly coach the way he coaches. Like, they'll be awful on offense, very good on defense, run the ball. That's a game Ball State could win, though, for sure. They can win that game. I mean, it's comparable talent. Um, Yeah, I think, actually, the one thing that scared me about the 28 sacks allowed last year, that's a lot. That's that's bad. And that's actually one of the reasons I turned off on them fairly early, because uh, Miami of Ohio ran through them um, and made it look like they're a terrible team. Plus eight in turnovers, too. Sometimes you get some regression there. Um, that's really the thing. The non-conference is tough. Well, it's kind of tough. I think they actually could shock there. That They're going to need some wins early out of that non-conference uh, because, well, no, I think they're actually – I'm getting all twisted here. Um, the middle of the schedule is the toughest part. And, uh, I, you know, I don't love this team. I just think there's got a lot of regression in here. They don't block very well up front. And the fact that they were plus eight in turnovers, some of that's just going to normalize. So – uh, I don't think it'll be a bad year, but I think it's more like six and six kind of things like that. And it, because of the four wins late. 
I, I knew I liked Kaminsky for a reason. This is my, this is my regression team as well. This number is six and six for me. I think they drop and I think the Eastern squad jumps above them. All their signs actually point to regression this year. They do have their starters back. The QB is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. They don't do anything great though. In my opinion, the coach is okay. They don't actually. So last year they only out yardaged the other schools by 21 yards a game, which put them, I think at number six dead center of the pack. I'm going to leave the number at six and six. I'm not that high on ball state. The last team we got to cover is who I'm very high on. So we'll wow. segue right into that. Well, I'm going to go. I got, let me get my two. Oh, cents sorry, buddy. I didn't know you uh, didn't like the quarterback. They got a great freshman coming in, Mr. Football in Indiana, running back. I think he's his stud. Six top tacklers are back. Pass rush needs a little bit to improve on this team. They're favored in 11 games. And now I'm saying on here, I'm already on here saying they could maybe steal in a Penn State. I don't know if they're going to, but I like saying that out just to irritate Dr. Brennan and some people that listen to the show. I have him at eight wins, so I'm taking the over- Vegas has them at seven and a half. I like the over, but I like Matt where your brain is because my team that I love is our last team. So let's get into that cube. Yeah. Last team Toledo Rockets coach dogs, Barstool sports kind of put them on the map. I think a lot of, a lot of people uh, will start to recognize them this year. Win total is over under eight and a half. I, I like the over here. Uh, sorry. What's the deal with Eli Peters? Is, is he Out. done? What? Out. Out. He retired. Okay. All right. So he retired. Uh, I did like their backup last year, Carter Bradley. I know Peters was injured, and he just absolutely tore it up. I think he threw for like 450 yards uh, in his game that he played. Um, I did see today, and I didn't know this until uh, I was researching it today, they got a Georgia transfer wide receiver. A Georgia wide receiver transfer is instantly one of the best wide receivers, in my opinion from an athleticism standpoint in the Mac, um, you know, that's immediate, in my opinion, high three star, four to five star, um, who just wasn't getting playing time or maybe had some family reasons. I'm not sure why he transferred, but they have an extremely talented wide receiving core. Uh, all five offensive linemen are returning, good running backs, uh, return essentially their entire offense. Their out-of-conference schedule is very winnable. They should blow out Norfolk State. They do play Notre Dame. Um, now, Notre Dame – you know, what are we going to see from them? They have to replace Ian Book, and we saw Ian Book was literally the heart and soul of that team. They obviously reload every year, but it's a game that I think they could boost some confidence in a close loss. I don't see them winning it, but, you know, they're plus 18. If you can keep it in that number, to me, that's a win. Um, you know, while there's no moral wins, I think it does kind of uh, play for a moral win for this team in the sense that they can compete with some better teams. Colorado State, you know, I know that's where Skippy's at. That should be an easy win, in my opinion. Uh, UMass, another easy win. So I think they actually have a reasonable schedule for them. Uh, the teams, now they do have to go to Central Michigan, uh, to Ohio, you know, which could be two boring games. Um, but then they also go like at Bowling Green. So it's an easy away win. You know, they get Akron at home. I, I really like this team. They roll it 35 to 40 points a game. I'll go. So this is my number one play in this um whole conference i bet them in june beginning of june to actually win the west and win the mac i believe i got it at plus 600 it was it was kind of early i'm not sure they have all their guys back their two losses last year were against western and ball state 
they choked against Western and they lost on the last second field goal. I believe the ball state. I think they get revenge this year. I don't think they'll beat Notre Dame. I think they'll hang, keep it close. Um, the big one to me is they better beat Colorado state on the road. If they do that, it, it, it's a down. Don't sleep on the Rams, baby. <laughs> oh, they're not going to be any good. I, I know it's a down year for Colorado State, so I think they should get that one, and I think they're going to end with five straight, which should get them over the number. But this is it's tight. But I I think they go actually nine and three, but I would not be shocked if they finish ten and two. I can agree with that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in because I I'm just gonna piggyback off Matt right there. Cause I'm right with Matt here. You know, Peters left because of injuries retired Bradley big game, 430, I think two yards against central Michigan, good running back, deep wide receivers. Like Q said, Georgia guy coming in. I mean, come on now. <laughs> you got a guy coming in from Georgia. I don't care if he's third string, he's going to tear it up in this another team. I'm going to say it again. I sound like a broken record. They have offensive depth on the line, and they're bringing back a lot of guys. Defense. This is one team that I think the defense might be okay. They can maybe stop some people. They're favored in 10 games. Dame, they're down by 18. But like Matt said, I think they can hang with that. That's a game that I might take Toledo in that. That's a teaser king play of the day. Give me that. Ball State. I know they're going to Ball State, but, man, I like them against Ball State, too. I love this team. Take the over. This is my favorite team. I'm going to give my two favorite plays in this. I love this team. Take the over. Love Toledo. Yeah, the over is, what, eight and a half? Yes. Eight and a half, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, no, there's, there's this is probably the most balanced. This is the most solid back team we've seen, especially if the quarterback plays at the level he did the last two games. Uh, that's really probably their only question mark is just whether the sophomore kind of continues at that level. It's because he has lax experience. They're deep everywhere. I don't think we'll even see the Georgia receiver. They have a pretty deep receiver core. And I'm guessing if he's coming here, he probably can't catch. Uh, <laughs> don't throw it to stone hands <laughs> so a lot of go routes just a stretch of defense uh yeah no they had really good stats last year 130 plus over their opponents uh in yardage uh the, you know the schedule the, the go-to notre dame you know colorado state they can definitely knock them off so you get a nice win there uh, they get UMass in the non-conference, so that's a win. It, I mean, look at that. They get three easy ones with Akron, Bowling Green, and UMass. I mean, that, that's literally three of the worst Division One teams that will play this year on their schedule. Uh, so that balances out. Their, their make or break on the number really comes down to the Michigan stretch because they play all three schools back-to-back-to-back. Uh, to back to back. Uh, that's really – I mean, if they go two and one in that stretch, they're going to cover. Um, so, yeah, I mean – this is probably why Western Michigan is plus 900 to win the league. Uh, Cause I think Toledo's down to plus 350. Matt, you said you got him at plus 600. Um, this looks like the best team on paper by far. Um, yeah. The only thing I can see is that 14 and 14 against the number at home. So they're not running away from people, but there's actually been some pretty decent lines there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, they should win the West. They should win this league. This is the team that should be heading. Uh, I don't even know what the max bowl is these days, but definitely this is the favorite. Skippy boy. Oh, you guys have summed it up. I don't have much to say on that. When you guys, I mean, I like them too. Like when you mention um, 
Akron, Bowling Green, UMass, and a down Colorado State team. That's that should be four wins. So to get the number, you go five and three in your next. You win. You get your number there. I don't know. My, I don't. I thought with Peters, I thought for. I mean, I think that's a ten-win team for sure with Peters. Um, but they're always good. Toledo's been in the Toledo's been in the mix for years. So I, you know. I think Matt said it early. They're going to beat each other up. There could be some surprises, but Toledo's loaded. So we'll see what happens with them. All right, boys. We just covered the Mac. Thought a lot of good stuff. Um, I'll be back on in September. Awesome. So before we let you go, we got, we have to kind of hash out. So you you and uh, edge challenged us to a little friendly there uh, with some picks. So how do we, a thousand thousand bucks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, now here's what's unfair. You guys are just smarter than we are. I, I hope my wife was upstairs on that and didn't hear that. <laughs> Bet, hey, you're better, better looking, smarter, and more knowledgeable. Now we got issues over here. I can't wait to tell Dougie Poo about this little fiasco we got going against you guys. So three, so three. So U masterminds have to come up with only three picks. That's how we're going to do it. So okay. you guys are going to, we're going to do our three best picks each week. No teasers. It can be all NFL, all college, three total per team. We keep track for 17 weeks. Plus we'll do it through. We'll do the contest through. So we will not count bowls through the NFL playoffs and including the Super Bowl. And we'll come up with a prize, but we think we're just going to pound you guys into the ground. <laughs> That's what we think. I don't know. I don't feel great. Hey, I don't feel as great about it now when I hear you guys going through your stuff because no, listen, that's, we're, that's just fun. That's fun. we're just schmucks. We're just Fun, fun competition. And I mean, I'm hey, listen, you, we're coming for you. Skippy, confidence. But hey, Skippy, we did um we did have one guy say Purdue was gonna win the West, and then we also had Smitty <laughs> say Michigan's gonna go ten and two this year. So oh. well, our credibility is a little shot. So Purdue <laughs> has no shot, and only because you guys love I mean, when when can we just quit talking about Michigan as any oh, kind of real team? Oh, Come on, I know you love that. them, but they're just poo-poo. Who's gonna oh, win it all? Oh, let me guess. Ohio State again. Shocker. I'm, I'm yeah. Oh, I already know that. Listen, my Thanksgiving weekend, can I just tell my Thanksgiving weekend? It's ruined when that game happens. Then I just kind of get over it. Let's start decorating the house pounding, Christmas and everything. Pounding every year. Now, no, listen, hey, you guys, you know, the one thing about this, this can be fun this year. We're going to have a good time doing this competi- friendly competition with you guys because we have so much respect for you because you know how to roll it, my friend. And the edge, man, he can call some football games. He, I think this year you guys might be in a little bit of trouble with him only because what he's doing in his personal life. And that definitely makes for a clear head for him. But Does it'll be fun. No, <laughs> that's fun. No. <laughs> she getting divorced. Who knows? He might be. They 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 get after it. But now I might be coming back in September. If I do, we need to get together. I might be going to Jason's like the last week of September or first week of October. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. If I do, hey, we'll, we'll so, do a Charlestown day for sure. Yeah. Let's absolutely. uh let's try to make that the the first week in October because I I do know Smitty and I will be in Michigan. Uh, for a family Always. wedding the last week. So. Well, okay, yeah, I, you know, can, I, can I just throw this out here? Because, I mean, since we had the guy, and, I mean, we really respect his opinion, and we've wanted him on the show for a long time. Skippy, if you had to do a Heisman pick, who's your who's your Heisman pick? Mm. Who did you guys pick? And I'll tell you. 
Okay, so I went I went on a couple weeks ago and I said JT Daniels. No way I'm on him, but I like your I like your spunkle. <laughs> I just don't so like more or less hey, that's, here's hey, the thing. Hey, thanks for being on the show, but your pick hey, sucks. Here's okay, his hey, hey, here's it. your Heisman with JT. Your Heisman's in week one on September 4th. Because if they lose that game, not only is he finished for the Heisman, but they're in trouble for the year. So you better hope they beat Clemson, which I'll be shocked with that doo-doo coach they have if they beat Clemson. Because I don't like him a lick. Anyway, who who else did you guys pick? I don't like <laughs> JT Daniel. You're out. <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't. I didn't give a pick, but if I had to do it right now on the spot, I'm going to take a longer shot. I'm going to take the running back from Iowa State this year. I love him. Brees Hall? Come yep. on, man. Best running back in college football, hands down. It, it's time. It's time again. We, we need a, a I think at least. I think he is. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I love that pick. Uh, but, I would say I'm leaning Sam Howe. I just think this is his year to pick. explode. He's, come on. I think We're going to know week one, baby. Season. We're going yeah, to know week yeah. one. If they trash Virginia Tech, they're favored by a touchdown, and this is not this is not regarded as a great Virginia Tech team. And North Carolina is loaded. I like that pick. I like Brees Hall, too, though. Who else? What else we got? I like those two picks. I don't like JT Daniels only because of the Clemson. I just think when you lose week one, it kind of taints. Yeah, I got him. I got to beat him. I got to beat him Clemson week one. Oh, well, oh. you've been smoking. You've been doing you, – you got into the uh, weed. No, 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 no smoking. Right. I got to teach tomorrow, buddy. There's no smoke. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Uh, it's not, I mean, look, they got – Who do you got? So I'm going to go and throw one way off the board in, in Trevion Henderson, the Ohio State running back. Dude, he's – he's he could be – I mean, anyone he's, from he's Ohio State right Teague's job. And you could sell that much. He's, Master Teague's terrible. Wait a minute. Is is the kid – who's the kid – The um. Not Teague, the other guy who was there last year. Is he gone? The um, yeah, Sermon's uh, oh Sermon, Ser- yeah, he's yeah, on Sermon's gone. roster. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Sermon, yeah. Sermon was a yeah, Sermon's going to be a freak. I like he's I like a fantastic that number two back, but I just think that Henderson has the pedigree, and that quarterback position could be iffy. You know, Ohio State's going to probably get into the playoffs just because the Big Ten's down. Uh, you, you got a chance now. JT Daniels could get himself back in. He could. The reason I, I I'll tell you what, if if Bree, if that kid Brees Hall, if they beat Oklahoma again, because you no one's talking about him. I think they're ranked seventh in the top ten between seven and nine. If they beat Oklahoma and get in the mix, and he has just because they got Purdy back too, but if he has just a, a freak of a year, they're due to give it to a running back. I mean, they've been going to quarterbacks and quarterback. I get it, but I can see Brees Hall getting it. I can see that. And oh, JT definitely. Daniels, if JT Daniels beats Clemson, you'll hear his name right out of the shoot as the favorite if he beats Clemson, because Clemson never loses. I mean, yeah. during the regular season, they just don't. Well, that's what I, I, I like. like all this. I'm I mean, not a big Heisman guy. That's just, I mean, Dougie Pooh loves talking about that. I don't know. I just don't care about it as no, much. I'm, I mean, not, I, I'm not either. I, I brought it on because I think it was like, Matt, I can't, Matt, you're pretty good with this. I think it was like 25 to one when I said it a couple of shows ago and, yeah, we, he, and the boys talked about it and they said, you know, they're going to run the ball and they're going to do this. And I said, yeah, but if he puts up numbers and I have Georgia, if they can beat Clemson now, that's a hard if I'm not saying they're going to, but if they can, I think they go undefeated. And if he puts up some numbers, man, he's right there. So it's not a bad play. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a big, I might do a, I might do a little pizza money on that one. That's not, he's, guys, down, just, he's actually gotta, down to 12 plus 1200. Yeah. 
You guys do a great show, though. You guys keep it up what you're doing because you're grinding it, and you guys give a ton of information. I will tell you this from a pot. So, how do you? What do you? Or we're not recording anymore, right? We're done. No, we're still. No, we still. Oh, we're still on. Oh, oh, so people can hear my tips to you then. Okay. What? <laughs> you want me to give you some tip? You want me to tell you one thing that would be? Huge? No, we can go off the air on that. We yeah, can, yeah, you we can tell can us close, off the air. Close yeah, the yeah. Show and then do okay, that. I didn't know if we were still recording. I was no, just. No, we're, we're still rolling it. We're still talking. So, Dude, we can so, close it up, man, and we can talk with Skip a little bit after. So. No, I go. just. I, I was just going to say, if I come back that first week in October, which is what we were kind of targeting, that'd be great. But you guys do, you guys just keep doing what you're doing because I thoroughly enjoyed it tonight. So I appreciate you guys having me. It was really good. Well, I'll a lot, tell of, you good, what. lot yeah. of good info. Much better than our show. No, I don't know. No, no hey, I mean, let's... for info, I mean, we go at it and argue ah, and fight yeah. and I make noises, beep, you know, stuff like that. But... Well, can I, can I say this? And I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this before we end. I'm going to say this because, you know, we've done this and this was my, myself and Q. And this was a special show. Because I would have to think we did this show because we met you. Oh, good. I'm and glad. We, and we respected you so much because I'm going to throw this out. You were on the junkies. And I, I remember, I still remember the first time I'm like, man, this guy is a hundred miles an hour. Who is this guy? <laughs> and I was laughing my butt off. And I was like, this guy is funny as crap. This guy needs to be on every second on the junkies or at least a Friday segment. So I, I met Q one day and Q goes, and I brought your name up and he goes, oh, that guy's hysterical. And I said, you know, the funny thing is I'm starting to talk to him a little bit. I starting to get like a really, he goes, you know, Skippy. I said, yeah, I'm starting to know Skippy. And then we, your show kind of got us to going, let's do a show too. We're not going to try to compete because we're not Skippy, but this meant a lot to us. I know myself and Q having you on the show because I think we did this show because we, you brought us kind of into this and we have so much respect towards you. You guys, so you guys do. So I'm proud of you guys. You guys do. You guys, first of all, you've come a long way since the first time you, I listened to your show come a mile. Uh, not that you weren't good then, but you've added, you've added the two guys, which is great. Uh, and you got you guys just do a great job. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You're very knowledgeable. You know, when, when you when you do these type of shows, you have to be knowledgeable. And all four of you are not only knowledgeable, so you complement each other with your knowledge. And you're obviously friends. So it, it's, I mean, it's it's only up from here for you guys. I think I like the show a lot. Well, the key is just keep doing it. Just keep doing it all year. I mean, we we quit and doing it. We get mad and stuff. So we're a mess. But you guys just keep doing it like you're doing it. It'll just keep growing. Well, Skip, you always have a spot on the show, dude. No, I want to come back on. I want to come back on because I want to talk a little shit in late <laughs> September. Or you guys can throw it at me and we'll see where we are in September. Because we got to gauge this month by month. We can't let... We can't let you guys get too far ahead early. No, no, I'm no, a no, slow no, starter, no. baby. I'm a slow starter. <laughs> well, hey, I'll tell you what. You need to be a regular on basketball because you know it. And listen, oh, I love it. We already I know Dougie. Dougie is poo poo in he basketball. Does, he's almost <laughs> poo poo in everything, but I love him. So uh, he kills him. football, man. He kills, he kills football, <laughs> but he does. Yeah. Well, he Skip, does. you always have a seat here. We enjoyed having Beautiful. you. Appreciate it, boys. And, uh, we'll get this show out and we'll kill it. Support big fat winners. As well I'll as tweet us. it out for you guys too, and just keep doing it. And like I said, I'll come back on in September, and I'm excited to see where we are with these predictions because you guys had some really good 
takes on these on these teams. I I, I just feel I feel like Maddie, all of you had some really good points on the Mac teams that most people wouldn't get into. So that's good stuff. Appreciate it. All right, boys. That's Thanks, a wrap. Yes. Thanks, bud. See you guys. We'll see you guys. Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.